I'm Nick Harcourt, and Patti Smith brings her band to the Wilton in Los Angeles on Wednesday, September 7th. And lucky me, I get to welcome Patti to the morning show and our 88.5 here at Home Series to catch up. Patti, it's been a while since we last spoke, but I have great memories of the couple of times you came on my old show. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Yes, it was, it was a great time when you came to radio stations in person, and uh, um, it wasn't, uh, there was... A lack of programming, which I think was really great. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, good to see you again, even virtually. Yeah. Good to hear your voice. So back on the road again, as the great Willie Nelson says, and I know you've got a, a few dates out west around the Wilton date, including Pappy and Harriet's in Pioneer Town on the 14th as well. And you were in Europe um, not that long ago in June and July, performing some pretty big sold out shows. How were the shows? How was it being uh, back in Europe again? I know you were there a little bit at the end of 21, but um, how is it being back out there? Well, I mean, except for the excessive heat, it was anywhere between 97 and 102 degrees, almost everywhere. That was very challenging. But I was really happy to be in Europe. I mean, I'm truthfully, a, essentially a European artist. I do most of my work in Europe. And uh it was fantastic. Even with the heat, uh, the people were so responsive. We had some of our biggest concerts, uh, our biggest concert in Berlin for like 10,000 people. And um, we played in Pompeii. We played, um, you know, all over the place. We played at the London Palladium. Every uh, The people were so, so welcoming. And um, yeah, yeah, it was exciting. It was just regretful that it was hard to travel about in the day or do the exploring that I like to do because of the excessive heat. Mm. We successfully got through our jobs. Um, I don't have a lot of uh, uh, jobs um, uh, to the end of the year uh, because I basically in 2022 am making up work that I committed to in 2020. So I've been trying to, um, you know, fulfill former obligations but um i did want to play um uh you know i want had to go to the west coast and i i love the will turn and i just i just wanted to play there i i love i love uh the people of la are always really exciting i think sometimes they're more exciting than the concert <laughs> so they're my concert so i'm uh i'm really uh, happy to do that the job at Pappy's uh, is on my husband's late husband's birthday, and it's just uh, my uh, pianist, my son Jackson, and I. It's a smaller configuration, and we're going to honor Fred um, at, at uh, Joshua Tree. Wonderful. Um, and we'll certainly pre-honor him in uh, at the Will Turn. But I, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited uh, excited to come out west. I know you were out here um, uh, not that long ago, actually. You did a couple of smaller shows at, at the Ford. Uh, what was that like? That is just such a fantastic venue. I don't know if you played there before or not. I, I think I might have played it in the 70s. I can't really remember. We did some jobs with Flea, right? It yes. was just, again, Tony Jackson and I and uh, Flea. Uh, I... Uh, you know, they were great. First of all, it's always great to play with, with Flea. I love doing all different kinds of configurations. Uh, sometimes I just play with my daughter with, so with just piano and 
with the full band or no matter no matter what configuration it's uh i love performing and have the same you know i don't have any different way of uh addressing the people um i just walk on stage and we're all together i was going to ask about um you know do you have you been able to discern any difference in the the post pandemic audiences? Do you discern a difference in yourself? Well, I mean, for me, the the hardest part for myself personally is I like to interact with the people. I I like to shake their hands. Sometimes go out, you know, leave the stage and dance right. with them, or uh, be more tactile, you know, um, shake everybody's hand or whatever. Um, and that's not really, um, it's not prudent to do that. And so I miss that. And and when I first started, when I first came back, it was quite daunting. Um, I, one thing I always tell, because I'm not big on lights, I just have lights, is to throw light on the people, at least the, fir the first few rows, so I can see them and get a sense of them. And um, because that's what I'm there for. So I've had to really work that out in my mind. Also, I spit a lot on stage <laughs> because it's it's not like an old punk rock thing. It's because when I'm singing, I get a lot of spit in my mouth. And get a I lot of crap in your mouth, yeah. Spitting it. So I had to break myself of that habit, obviously. That was really hard. Oh, but, uh, but the people have been... I the 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 enthusiasm and support of the people have not has not diminished in Europe if anything it seemed greater I haven't really worked that much in America but anything that we've done uh, the people have just you know I feel them with us I also feel a certain amount of trepidation or duality in people's thinking um especially some months ago should we really be all out here? Is this dangerous? Is this healthy? And so um, I try to take all of that in account. And, um, you know, what can we, I, I say, I mean, I've, I go with every protocol, with every, you know, test protocol, with every masking protocol, with our shot protocol, but I also think we have to live. And, um, but I really let sort of the majority uh, make the decisions. If it's a decision that we're all going to wear masks, then we do, you know, mm. um, backstage, we all wear masks, the crew wear masks. Um, and again, I can't interact with the people the way I used to. Mm. I uh, sort of, just because I, I'm quite popular in Italy, and there was, I was so overwhelmed by young people, I sort of broke protocol and, you know, because they all wanted to grab my hand and things like that. And I did, with all of my um, prudence, I did get COVID there. Oh, I'm you not, did, yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I, I, um, I navigated it well. I didn't get very sick. I got very, very tired for about 10 days. But I, you know, I was again reminded that it's still with us. So... I didn't mean to spend so much time on this, but it's certainly part of of our re-entrance into, you know, um, the workplace. And uh, I just ask everybody to be prudent, make sure they drink a lot of water, take, you know, strengthen your immune system. 
You know, we have to go out into the world. So go out into the world healthy and you have a better chance of uh, navigating whatever your challenges are. Yeah, it's a fine line between um, deciding that, you know, we need to live our lives and, and uh, you know, get outside of our houses. But at the same time, you know, show, show a little prudence, I guess. I was in Europe myself just uh, a couple of weeks ago for the first time for a while. <laughs> I went to see my mom over in England and uh, I was actually in Spain myself for uh, some some work. And uh, it was really interesting watching how different places, uh, mm -hmm. different countries, for that matter, navigate uh, everything. You know, going into Spain, everybody had to wear masks. Going yes. out of Spain on the planes, everybody had to wear masks. But then going across the Atlantic, it was kind of like a free for all. So yes. it really does seem it's to be. I, I've, I, I have one protocol that I do whatever. I, you no stick with your own protocol. Me too. Stick with my own. But they were more strict in Spain. And also you had to show proof of a booster shot. They were not strict at all in other countries. So in a way, it sort of messes with your head. But um, you have to keep, uh, you know, you just you, you just have to, um, you know, make guidelines for yourself and follow them. And I, you know, I feel that uh, I'm just also just glad to be back to work and playing with my people and playing, uh, you know, having more opportunity to play with my son and uh, and just see the people and see different architecture, see uh, the cathedrals and the art and um, all of the things that different, different cities of the world uh, um, offer us. You mentioned that your son Jackson is playing in the band now. What does what does he bring to to the to the group? Because everybody else that you've you've been playing with, you've been playing with for a long time. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing there's a different energy. First of all, he's your son, but also he's younger. Well, I mean, Jackson, I it's not that he brings youth and stamina because he's very much a man. He had to take the duties of a man at a very young age when his father died. And what I feel from Jackson is more, he's more of a virtuoso. He's a serious musician. He's not locked, linked or locked to any genre. He can really play anything. And um, he's a very supportive musician. And uh, there's so many different things. Sometimes he just does things that astound me. And other times he'll just be uh, take the role of just playing a supportive rhythm. And um, he reminds me very much of his father. Um, sometimes tonally, sometimes he's... he. Uh, does some improvisation or some solo and I can hear the tones of his father's guitar though Jackson never heard his father play guitar live and um but he he's also uh he's uh he's a certain stoicness but he's also generous on stage he's very different than anyone I've played with we often have for years we've had a um a fourth you know a second guitarist and for, or another guitarist for a while, it was Tom Verlaine, it was Oliver Ray, it was, um, you know, Jack Petroselli and uh, Andy York. But um, now Jackson is, has really taken, uh, taken the role and quite seriously, but he is so diverse and I'd like to give him the opportunity to do the things that he can do and that's why I like also going out with these smaller configurations that are very Jackson oriented. And, um, you know, I don't, I'm at a time in my life, I'm going to be 76. I, 
I want to keep growing and trying new things. And I also want to um, shepherd the expansion of uh, uh, Jackson's opportunities. The the show at the Wilton is the full band though, right? And yes, it's the first yes, time you yes. first time you've had the full band uh, in in Los Angeles for a few years, I believe. I was talking to your tour manager yesterday, and he told me, yeah, it's the first time they've had the full band in LA for a few years. Yes, and the first time with the full band with Jackson, I think in 2015, uh, if I'm right, uh, Jack Petroselli played with us. But um, all of the all of our uh, um, other guitar players have been great. But I have a special, of course, he's my son, but also um, just special uh, regard for, for Jackson. And uh, But I think it'll be great because we all thrive in L.A. You know, we sort of broke it. We were, you know, we did our work in New York, but we sort of broke on the West Coast in America. And it, it, uh, it means so much to us. That's what Ask the Angels, the song on Easter, uh, not Easter, Radio Ethiopia, was a little salute to um, uh, Los Angeles. Um, and uh, so, you know, whether it's been like, uh, you know, a club or the Roxy or, you know, one of the great theaters, I'm always really happy to play L.A. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you in uh, in a couple of weeks uh, as after we record this conversation, September 7th. Uh, at the Wilton with the full band. And if you're out in the desert on the 14th uh, with the, the stripped down band uh, at Pappy and Harriet's in the Pioneer Town, it's great to talk to you. Thanks for being on the show, Patty. Oh, thanks. It's nice to hear. It's well, we're both still here. We're both doing our work. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Nick. <laughs>